The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in Bigger Than Ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials, at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out, because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Miles Mikulski podcast. What's going on, people? Joining me right now is someone coming out of Canada who's just raking up the streams, doing big things. Yes, sir. And a brand new tape's about a month old right now. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself for the people. What's going on? It's Killy from Toronto, Canada. I'm out here in the UK. It's lit. It's live. Now, we have to go back a little bit first, yeah? Let's do it. So we're going from big bucks. Holy fuck. Yeah. Can I swear? Oh, you my can, God. You can do Do what you want. <laughs> That's yeah. fucked up. This guy <laughs> dropped the... That was like my first song ever. Yeah. We're going all the way back from then and we're looking at it all the way through till now, yeah? Yeah. So how do you feel like you've evolved as a person? From Big Bucks? Yeah, from Big Bucks. I was bucks. a little kid, bro. That shit was... I was young as hell. That video was like... It didn't even have a video. It was like a yellow background on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little iPhone edit um, cover art. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> it was me and my dog, Sega, actually. He's on tour with me. He's opening up. He's on Secret Sound Club, my label. Um... But yeah, it came a long way from that. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel like your sound's changed? Because you can definitely hear it, but obviously you're I making mean, it. Yeah, like, that didn't even have auto-tune on it, I don't think. Nah. Uh, a lot of my uh, songs, 98% of my songs, I use auto-tune because I just let, I like the way it sounds. Yeah. So, yeah, back then, I mean, I was just progressing, I was growing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just seeing what you could do in it, testing your range. Um, yeah, I mean, that was like, that was me just having fun with it type thing. Like a year later, I dropped my serious tracks and stuff. Like yeah. a year later after that, I dropped Kilimanjaro and those songs. So Yeah, and that was the first video that you ever released as well. Yeah, you can see how much a year of just learning and growing can do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's done a lot. Obviously, Kilimanjaro was that track that 
caused this big like rise mm-hmm. and has been massive. Obviously, that's got like what thirty million on YouTube or something like that. Mm-hmm. Got so, more on Spotify mm-hmm. everywhere. So when you drop that, right, going from say, let's just say big bucks to Kilimanjaro, right? Because mm-hmm. now you're taking it seriously by that time you drop that. Yeah, like. Who was in your camp like telling you, oh, you need to do this, you need to make this happen right now because it's sitting there? Nobody. <laughs> like, I remember I had a video shoot for Kilimanjaro and yeah. I told everyone, yo, pull up, pull up, pull up, da-da. man's, everyone's late, da-da. you know what I'm saying? So Why do people just, always want to show up late to these things, man? I don't know. It's because no one understood the volume, how immense yeah. the wave was going to be. And that's understandable. I mean, we were just kids, right? So. It's true, but you know, it's business, isn't it? You still got to show up on time. Facts, facts. But let's talk about the new tape. Let's it's out right it. now. Light Path 8. Light Path 8, yes, sir. Now, it's you got something to do with like numerology or something going on right now with that title. Mm. And it's what I think, from what I know, which is very limited, mm. yeah, it's about like what birthdays or like when you're born or something like I that. Mean, yeah, so based off your birthday and like what time, um, you can get really deep into it, but I'm going to just keep it pretty surface level um based off your birthday like what time you're born and stuff uh there's different um paths that um can just define you and define your character define your person and stuff so mine's eight less than three percent of the the world is um like path eight is path eight so i just felt like reading what it was saying about me i I really resonated with with um with all of that so uh, it okay. summarized me pretty well. Okay. Like, is that something that anyone can just do? Like, just check? Is there, like, a website? Or... Yeah, you can read your light path on findyourlightpath.com <laughs> and I'll tell you what your light path is. Real shit. You can go right now on the website, do it, and tell you. And you can, I mean, if you want to even go further and extend, you can do. You can really research about it and mm. um, really get deep into it. Okay. So, like, obviously that, it's the first thing that people see when they obviously they go on like Spotify or streaming platform, mm-hmm. see that cover. Mm-hmm. Is that in some way reflected throughout the whole album? Obviously, a lot of people have heard it now. They might not see the links that you're putting through. What do you mean? Like, is there like a numerology theme in the way you shaped and curated this album? The thing, I think it was just a good... Um, the title is just a summary of like where I'm at. Okay. Like, in life... I mean, my my first project was called Surrender Your Soul. You know, yeah. that's me devoting my life to this craft and to this yeah. movement and stuff. And Light Path is me walking that road okay. um, onto the next to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Because obviously, it's only been like a year. You've mm-hmm. done two years and you've done two projects. Yeah. So it's come fast as well. Facts. And I feel like off Kilimanjaro alone. Yeah, you had like enough momentum that would have taken you way into the end of this year before you even dropped the project. So, because mm. if you went touring, you went around the world yeah, with this stuff, and you, you were making these tunes as you were going around. So, yeah, it did definitely. I, I mean, after Sun Your Soul, I did the Canada tour and then I did America, came to Europe twice, went to Tokyo and Jamaica. Um, I was just global. I went, never went on no vacation ever in my whole life growing up and shit. So mm. I'm just, you know, trying to experience the world and travel and meanwhile recording music and stuff. So that. that's what Light Path Aid is. It's just like a collection of, of sounds and like a playlist of, of different moods and energies that mm. I've tethered together throughout experience, I guess. Could you take a holiday at the same time as 
going on tour and doing stuff? Like, are you enjoying the experience of being in these other countries? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's definitely different than going to just going to a, a, a country to travel and sightsee and having to wake up at six in the morning, go to the airport, then go to sound check that day four thirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's different ways, but fortunately, like you know, sometimes we have off days and stuff. I'll go like. Um, and just I like learning about the history of whatever place I'm in and okay. just meeting people and stuff like yeah so you know what I'm saying I'm on, always on a constant pursuit of just learning you know what I'm saying yeah where's somewhere that you uh, you call home away from home somewhere I call home away from home yeah from around the world um I love Warsaw okay Poland okay yeah I never like yeah I mean I love Warsaw I don't know why but over there they show me love and I love them so yeah it's lit and I love I like London too it's just this is my third time here it's just every time I'm here I'm never like here for like more than two days yeah so I want to come come back and just spend like a, a good amount of time here you know yeah, yeah cause cause you've only done what you did, I did two shows here I did three shows at my first two at the O2 Islington sold yeah. out Rage Mosh Pit everything lit live gang shit and then last week or just now i had a show at xoyo yeah and that was live as well um and then i opened up for juice world too while he was out here and stuff so i'm always out here but i'm always like working i want to come here and just chill sure. relax yeah. and i think it's just i think europe is a different place isn't it you know like i love you yeah. i love it people out here live for comfort you know what i'm saying like you say that yeah you, if you live here long enough you'll see a different life <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean just in general you know what i'm saying like um, I know London. London is very similar to Toronto. It's lit over here. It gets light, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. So, um, I hear you, man. Yeah. Now let's talk about a couple of the tracks. So we got Serenity and uh, Destiny, Cheers. right? Those two tracks for me stood out automatically when I was going through the first listen because it had a lot of like live instrumentation going on in there. Yeah, and it was a different side. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that when mm. I was going through it. So, I think I was reading somewhere that you were. Uh, you kind of got all these people in to start playing these instruments yeah. live and stuff. So. Yeah, for Destiny, like the end, I hired an orchestra. Um, Serenity, I, I got a saxophone player to come in and and uh, play some extra instruments. And um, yeah, Light Path Day was like my first time really having like a hands-on side on the production and stuff. Yeah. Like just super light, like not as much as I wanted to do because I had to leave to go on, to, on the NAV tour and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I was... We we did it. We did that shit. You definitely think about making beats in the future yourself. Or? Yeah, actually, I'm buying a laptop as soon as I get back to Toronto. Making beats because all these producers are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't they no, drop anyone? Don't start something. I just like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm dissing too many people right now. Yeah. No, but um, no, it's just easier to like you know. I don't want to have to translate what I'm doing through someone else. You know what I'm saying? I or that. what I think through someone else. So I want to learn how to produce and stuff so I can have like uh just clarity of, of what I'm doing and things. Mm. Yeah. And I think what we've got so far from saying that, obviously you're going to, when you go back, you're going to buy the laptop, you're going to start making your mm -hmm. own sound as well. I feel like from what I've heard so far from the two projects mm. and obviously Swag Flu as well, like you've got a signature sound already though. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. it's, it's quite dark in a sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like how have you kind of come around and made that happen? Because, yeah. Mm. I just based it off my life experiences, I guess. Yeah. It's just how my life sounds, like, sonically, I guess. I mean, I've gone through the lows. I've gone through 
the highest, and this is just the outcome of it, I guess. I hear that. Yeah. I think with Swag Flu as well, though, because I, I was surprised that wasn't on the project. No, that, no, yeah, I love Swag Flu. Swag Flu is amazing, but um, Light Path Day was more themed yeah. and more um, just, it was just, it was just different to me. I, I didn't want to put Swag Flu on it and stuff. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Let's talk about a bit like about Toronto as well. Let's do it. So I think Canada has come through very well with a lot of artists in the last like ten years. For sure. And even five years. Five years. Well, you got what? Eighty-eight glam, Presser. Yeah. yeah. Um, My dogs. Jazz Cartier as well. My dogs. Obviously, you. There's a few other people as well that I probably don't even know about that mm. you'll probably know about. But like. I feel like you guys are starting to get like a really signature sound going on right now as well. And mm-hmm. obviously in London, a lot of people, they check for each other. Obviously mm-hmm. people have beef, whatever. But a lot of the time people want to try and collaborate as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Is that like that in Toronto? Like is everyone working together trying to make something happen right now? Uh, It's becoming like that. I, I feel like more, like you said, you know, people, there's politics uh, depending on where you're from and mm. um, who you're around and stuff. But I feel like since it's becoming more popularized and like there's eyes from outside the city now that are watching yeah um it's it's becoming more like uh i don't know like conventional to to be able to like work with someone um within the city and stuff i mean it's a it's a big city by the end of the day it's it's pretty small i know every single artist in the city Mm. like every artist you named like I can call like oh that's my dog I know him like on a, to a certain extent you know what I'm yeah. saying so um yeah it's cool it's a good time for the city for sure okay and there's another thing I was I was thinking about as well see Canada there's two languages mm. as well and you spent time in like a French speaking school yeah I speak French it was so sick because I was just in Belgium yeah and they're speaking French I'm the only person on my tour that can speak French so oh mad I'm hailing down taxis that uh having full on conversations well come with est-ce que je peux avoir all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can hang, you know. Jeez. I can really hang with that. Um I mean I'm starting to lose it because I don't really have anyone to speak it with, but yeah. it was really refreshing to be out there and um yeah, just exercise that for real, for okay. real. So does that when it comes to music then mm. in Canada, obviously Toronto, that's the English side, right? Yeah. So then you've got like Vancouver, which is more French. No. Vancouver is um also English. There's the French part of Canada is pretty small. It's it's Quebec and like Montreal. Okay, fair. And fair. um Quebec City and stuff. But even in Montreal they speak English and French and Ottawa they speak English and French. Yeah. So the Fre- the French side of Canada is a lot a lot um smaller than the English side. But okay. it's still there and it's still Canada. Because sure. what I was thinking is does like the English speaking music obviously now you're saying that it's smaller anyway, mm. I was thinking does the English speaking music still go off go there? To, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. Like they're still listening to the same, um, the same, like, just, you know, it's the same radio station. It's still the same shit. Um, yeah. It's just different languages, I guess. Okay, fair. Now, coming up this year, you still got, what, Lollapalooza? Yeah, yeah, actually, I do. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, that's going to be wild. Like, um, that's in Chicago, I think. Yeah. yeah. What's the plan for that? I'm, I'm kill that shit, bro. Like, same shit, you know? Um, just go over over there go crazy same thing mm. and plans for your festival because i know you wanted to try and do one still <laughs> the killy fest yeah yeah um i don't talk too much about that but i'm trying to actually organize it 
Sounds like yeah. it sounds like you got some some way through. It sounds like you're mm. making progress with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't like talking about things until it happen. Until there's a result, you know what I'm saying? So Alright, say yeah. no more. I'm looking forward to seeing if you do when you do do it, mm-hmm. the lineup and that. Yes, sir. But appreciate you chatting to me today. Hey, thanks for having me. No worries, man. Killy in the building. Brit, brit, 